What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Grand Slam Fantasy Sports Podcast. Where the bases are always loaded, and we will give you the information for your fantasy teams to knock it out of the park. My name is Tyler St. Jean. Tonight, I'm joined by my co-host, Brandon Duff. We got kickoff coming this week, Brandon. You getting pumped up or what? Oh, man, I can't wait. What are we recording on a Tuesday night? We're 48 hours from kickoff, basically. The you get the countdown going. Yeah, we're pretty much with fantasy 40 players. and a half. 40 yep. and a half hours, to be exact. We're right around 8 o'clock now. So. Yep, defending Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay, going against the Cowboys. That should be an exciting game. I mean, Absolutely. I don't know how you can't be excited for that game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, all football fans across the country are, are going to be tuning in to that one. Um, you know, I'm just pumped. The, the league's getting started on time. Uh, looks like there's there's no issues going into the season. So, you know, I'm, I'm ready for some football, man. Yep. And uh, because uh, football's starting, tonight's episode is going to be a, a week one preview show. Um, so we're going to be looking at, <clears throat> you know, some, some matchups this weekend. We're going to tell you about some players we like, some players we're a little bit down on. Uh, so stay tuned. You know, we're going to give you all the information that me and Brandon think will uh, will help you in your week one matchups going into your fantasy seasons. Before we get into that, though, Brandon, you mentioned uh, the Thursday night game. Looking at the slate on uh, week one, what are like two games maybe that, you know, you're, you're looking at and you're most intrigued by kind of like you, you can't wait to watch these two games? Yep. So for me, I mean, you can kind of lump them both together. It's the Cowboys and Buccaneers, which is the Thursday night game, and the Cardinals versus the Titans. I just think both of these games are just primed to be offensive, offensive explosions. The Cowboys and Buccaneers are loaded with fantasy players. You have Dak and Brady on each side of the ball. You have two top 10 QBs probably. You have six viable wide receivers between the two teams. You have Zeke, Jones, and Fournette on one team. And then if when you look at the Cardinals and Titans game, that's also loaded with fantasy talent. You have Murray and Tannehill, two more QBs. You have Derrick Henry. You have Edmonds who's looking for a breakout year. You have the receivers on the Cardinals like Kirk and uh, Rondell Moore. You have some young players there. And, yeah, the Titans have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, and it's going to be fantasy fireworks. And you forgot to mention Nuke. DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> is in that game as well. So yeah, they're uh studs so looking all at the bottom of the ranks in uh, fantasy drafts, honestly. I'm always trying to find the sleepers <laughs> down at the bottom. I, I I always forget about the studs. Nah, it's, it's just, we get it, we get it. But yeah, there's, there's a ton of talent on all those teams when it comes to fantasy teams. Uh I agree with you. Uh so two games I'm looking at, I uh well, not, I don't agree with both games. I agree with you in the first one, the, the Thursday night game, the Cowboys at Tampa Bay. Not just because it's like the only game on and it's the first game of the season, but, uh, you know, we got Tom Brady coming, playing. Uh, you know, we don't know how many years he has left in the league. You know, this could be his last year. Who knows? Uh, just seeing him, you know, anytime he can play between now and, and eventually his retirement, I'm just soaking in, you know, because the guy's been playing for like half my life. <laughs> Probably more, no more than half my life. You know, As a Patriots fan, watching were you, him, uh, were you rooting for Brady last year? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted to see uh, Tampa Bay win in the, in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm not a big Chiefs guy either, so I, I was, was happy for Brady. Too. Yeah, I was, I was rooting for Tampa Bay, but um, not you know not just Brady, but you mentioned Dallas. I, I want to see how Dak Prescott looks uh, after last season, how his shoulder holds up. Uh, I want to see CeeDee Lamb in that game. You know, everyone's got high expectations of him coming in. Um, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette, you know, Antonio Brown, if he plays. There's just a lot of, lot of intrigue. I'm, I'm yeah, looking to even, see. Is, is Gio going to have a role? Yeah, a lot of, lot, of, lot of intrigue going into that game. And my second matchup, actually, although I do I do like the Titans-Cardinals uh, matchup, I'm, I'm actually interested in uh, Patriots-Dolphins. I want to see Mac right. Jones play. I want to see uh, how he looks in, in, a, in his first uh, NFL start. And uh, New England went out and got a ton of new players in the offseason, and I'm interested in, in seeing how they fit in. Uh, I want to see the defense play. I'm, I'm very high on the defense this year. And, um, you know, I'm looking to see how guys like John Smith, Nelson Aguilar, how, how they look in, in the Patriots offense and what their game plan is, you know. So that is uh, – those are my two games I would say I'm, I'm most intrigued and I'll have my eye on the most uh, week one. Patriots smash mouth football this year. You excited for that? I think so. I yeah. think they're going to be uh, blocking and, and a lot with the tight ends and, and the line is trusting that offensive line and playing a little bit of smash mouth. Kind of lying on the uh, the defense like those early uh, 2000s yep. teams did at times. Yeah, young Tom Brady. We'll see if yep. Mac Jones can do it. Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put that much uh, <laughs> pressure on him just yet. But all right, let's uh, let's get into the fantasy side of things here, Brandon. So week one coming up, uh, a lot of people have completed their drafts by now. Um, also, if you want to go back, uh, check out our last four shows. We did previews at every position. We have a quarterback preview, running back, wide receiver, tight end. So we gave you all uh, – guys that we like in the drafts, but now we're going to get into the uh, regular season here, kind of like who we think going into the weekly uh, matchups is a stud or a dud. So we're going to call this segment stud and dud. So we're going to go through uh, each position here, and we're going to give you a guy that we think is going to have um, a very good week, and we're going to give you a guy that we're not really that high on going in, kind of a dud of a week. So – with that said, we'll start at the quarterback position. Brandon, who is your week one stud? All right, so I'm pulling one from a little bit deep here. Um, he's probably not a guy you'd have to start your first week, but it's a guy I'm excited to watch. It's Sam Darnold. He's going against his former team, the New York Jets, a revenge game. Um, yeah, so the Jets last year, they were terrible against the pass. They gave up 275 yards passing per game, which was the fifth most. They gave up nearly 30 points per game, which was one of the worst in the in the league. Um, I think Darnold's surrounded by the best weapons of his career with DJ Moore and um, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall, and obviously Christian McCaffrey. I just think, you know, it's it's his chance to really prove to people that he was he was worth what he was touted as early in his career. And he's going up against his former team. I'm excited for him. I think he could have a big game here. Yeah, he was my sleeper going into the season. And uh, it looks like already week one, he's got that revenge game against yep. the Jets. So, yeah, we've talked about him on a few episodes already. Yeah, I'm, I'm high on Darnold as it is. And he, he, uh, he's got a very good matchup week one. So 
that's uh, you know, it's not, didn't make my top two intriguing games, but I am going to have an eye on Sam Darnold to see how he does uh, against the jets with uh, his new offense and, and new coaching staff. And like you, you mentioned better, better weapons in Carolina. So um, yeah, two, two quarterback leagues, I would give him a start, you know, even yeah, for sure, for depending sure. on who your uh, QB one is, I know probably most leagues, uh, it'd be tough to start him, but you know, he, he definitely has some upside. So if you're, if you're willing to take a gamble, uh, uh, you can do worse than throwing Sam Darnold in week one. So I'm with you there. Um, my QB stud week one is Jalen Hurts from the Philadelphia Eagles. He uh, is going to be playing at Atlanta Falcons, which if you watch them last year, their pass defense is awful. I think they ranked dead last against uh, receiver wide receivers. Um, you know, Jalen Hurst towards the end of last season looked really good. He was putting up a ton of numbers fantasy wise. And, um, you know, going into this year, he was a lot of people's breakout picks. And I think just he, he has a tremendous matchup going into week one, playing in a dome uh, against, against the Falcons who haven't done much to, to help their defense from last year. So, I'm looking for a, a big game from Jalen Hurts. Yeah, uh, I completely agree with you. He was my breakout pick on our quarterback preview podcast. And, yeah, I think he's in a matchup that you can exploit. I like him this week. The Falcons, were, like you said, the Falcons were bad against the pass. He can do it on the ground and through the air. And I'm actually uh, going to talk about another position I think you can attack going against the Falcons. All right, let's get into uh, a quarterback dud. Who do you have uh, for a QB uh, dud for week one, Brandon? All right, so this week I'm going to go with Justin Herbert. He's going against the Washington football team. Um, And the Washington football team was great against opposing quarterbacks last season. They allowed the second fewest passing yards per game. They were sixth in the NFL with 47 sacks. Um, And they – Barely gave up 20 points per game, which was good for fourth overall. I just think – I'm not saying Justin Herbert's not going to be good this year. I just don't necessarily think this is a great matchup for him. So I'd be a little bit down on him this week. He would be my dud. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, my QB dud is also Justin Herbert. Um, I'm high on him for the season. Like, I, I like me some Justin Herbert, but I just think he – He's got a dreadful matchup uh, to start the season. He's going to be uh, flying from West Coast to East Coast. That's that's never a good thing for a team, especially week one. Uh, you mentioned the pass rush. Washington is, I think, a top five uh, QB pressure rate, you know, in the league last season. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, you know, brutal matchup to start. I know uh, the Chargers, they're saying their offensive line has gotten better in the offseason, but I'm still not – ready to trust uh, that just yet. Yeah, I got to kind of see it to, to believe it playing in Washington. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just kind of down on Herbert for, for this week. So like, if you're, you know, if you're drafting a daily kind of like a daily team on DraftKings or FanDuel, I would, I would totally avoid Justin Herbert this week. Yep. I agree with that. All right. Let's get back into a stud. We're going to the running back position. Who's your stud running back going into week one. All right. So this is a guy I kind of, I kind of touted this year. He was my um, my sleeper on our running back preview. It's Raheem Mostert. He's going against the Detroit Lions. 
I know he has Trey Sermon in his backfield with him, but I think Mostert um, hopefully will see the, the lion's share of the workload to start the season. No pun intended. Yeah, right. <laughs> the Niners have always produced, you know, strong fantasy running backs. I think Mostert, you know, as long as he's getting the, the bulk of the work, he can put up some strong fantasy numbers week one. And and the the Detroit Lions just aren't a good football team overall. I think the 49ers will probably be a big and they'll be running the ball a lot to to run the clock out. So yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I think Mostert's in for a huge day. Um, I can see him getting over 100 yards um, on Sunday. Like you mentioned, Detroit's defense is borderline awful. Um, they they should be like you said, they should have a pretty decent sized lead, hopefully throughout the game, which means he'll just probably just be getting more handoffs. I'm not ready. I don't think Trey Sermon's going to get as much work as people think to start off the year. I think it, it kind of is uh, Mostert's kind of uh, going to get the not the lion's share of carries, but the majority of carries. So I can see uh, Mostert um, having a, having a big day in Detroit. Um, my running back stud, you mentioned uh, it was one of your two games that you're intrigued by. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Arizona Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds at Tennessee. I think this game is going to be very high scoring. Um, I know we mentioned uh, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he could have a big day as well. But I just think, you know, Kyler Murray, when he runs, uh, I think Chase Edmonds goes with him. I think he's going to get some catches out of the backfield. I think they're looking to utilize Edmonds um, to start the season. I'm not worried about James Conner. Uh, I think Edmonds, uh, Tennessee's defense is, again, ranks one of the worst in the league from last season. And uh, I'm, I'm in on Chase Edmonds as a running back stud in week one. Yeah, Edmonds was a guy that I kind of went after in drafts. I, The thing you said that I completely agree with is I don't fear James Conner at all. I think Edmonds can kind of hold on to the starting role in the backfield for most of the season, just based on talent alone. And yeah, I would definitely start him this week versus Tennessee. And I think he could have a big game. So. All right, let's get into the duds. Who's a guy you're down on this week, Brandon, when it comes to running backs. So Monday night football, um, Josh Jacobs goes against the Baltimore Ravens. I think the, the Raiders will be down big early. And I just don't see Josh. Josh Jacobs isn't involved in the passing game. He never has been. I don't see that changing this year. I think it's going to be David Carr throwing a Darren Waller and maybe some of his receivers. Who knows who it's going to be? Hunter Renfro or Brian Edwards or Ruggs or whoever. But I just think they're going to be playing catch up. I don't think Jacobs will be involved much. And when he is, Baltimore had a pretty good run defense last year anyway. So it's not a guy that I'd I'd, uh, be particularly interested in playing this week. Yeah, Derek, uh, Derek Carr. He said, uh, "David, the old, the good old older brother." <laughs> hey, I said uh, I called uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, Matt Ryan. That? You were calling the Matt, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, I called him Matt Ryan three times uh, a couple weeks ago. So it happens. Um, yeah, no, uh, Josh Jacobs. I was, I was kind of down on. I, I, I'm kind of avoiding him. I still have a couple drafts left between now and Thursday, and I'm 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 avoiding him. Just I don't great player, but I don't like his role in the it's, in the Raiders. It's hard offense. if you're if you're in PPR league, man. He just doesn't catch the ball. He doesn't catch touchdown much. or bust kind of. They they went out and signed Kenyon Drake, 
who knows what his role is going to look like. Um, like you mentioned, Darren Waller, he's always a huge part of that offense. But um, And then the Ravens, just always tough against the run. You can't just play smash mouth against the Baltimore Ravens. And yeah. that's, that's been true for like – since the last 20 years almost you feel like no matter what baltimore ravens have a tough run defense it's just like one of those things um but yeah so i'm with you week one going in i'm not expecting um you know a a breakout game for josh jacobs uh if you if you draft him you know if you want to put him in your flex to running back too go ahead but just like i mentioned with daily uh you know fanduel draft kings i'm completely staying away from buying josh jacobs Another guy I'm, I'm avoiding um, this week, and this is just kind of a, a – I'm feeling it out here. I mentioned the Patriots. I, I kind of like their defense, the, their acquisitions they made in, in the offseason. I know it's just preseason, but their front sevens looked really good uh, against the run. Uh, so I'm looking at who they're playing, uh, the Miami Dolphins, and uh, it looks like right now their lead back is Miles Gaskin. And um, I'm a little down on him going into, uh, you know, week – week one, uh, I can see them kind of taking him away. I, I think they're going to try to make two or throw it downfield uh, against them. And they, they have a pretty good secondary, but I think they're kind of relying on the secondary to kind of do their thing and, and testing to it and kind of almost daring him to beat them downfield. I, I don't see Miles Gaskin uh, having a, a great fantasy day. Uh, plus I'm still, I'm not hundred percent sure what they're doing at running back. You know, there's been so much mixed reports uh, at first he was trending up. Then he was trending down. Then he's left, right, sideways. Who knows yeah. this guy, right? I'm, uh, I'm just. I need to see it. I need to see that they trust Miles Gaskin to be kind of like their workhorse, and they're not going to play around with him and have Malcolm Brown come in and all the time. So, um, just you know, going into Week One, I'm, I'm okay with uh, kind of benching Miles Gaskin if I had better options. So, would you say you're benching him more because he's going up against the Patriots than? because of his role or would you say it's like 50 50 a little bit of both uh i think the fact that he's playing against the patriots it definitely is a factor though it's a huge factor yeah uh, yeah because i definitely i drafted uh miles gaskin where he was going like he was going to be the starter personally i think he's the best running back of the group i don't think malcolm brown is that good and salvin ahmed i believe is his name i'm oh, i like yeah i i like um miles gaskin the best there me too but I agree with you. This week versus the New England Patriots, I think he could have a down week. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying I'm down on Gaskin for the year. I'm just saying I, you know, I hope he he gets the lion's share of opportunities because, like you, I agree he's the best running back on the team. So. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. Who's your wide receiver stud going into week one? Uh, my wide receiver stud going into week one is DJ Moore going against the New York Jets. Um, for a lot of the same reasons I like Sam Darnold this week. The Jets were a weak pass defense last year. They gave up a lot of points last year. Um, and my favorite receiver on the Carolina Panthers is DJ Moore. I think he'll I think he's the best player there, and I think he'll stand out at the end of the year as the best wide receiver there. So I'm taking DJ Moore versus the New York Jets. I think he could be in for a big day. Yeah. If you're gonna go Sam Darnold as uh you know your QB stud, I DJ Moore is going to be his number one guy, you, you think, right? So um, he's still very young. I think he's only like 24, right? Or something. Yeah, he's 24, yeah. 24, yeah. So he's he's still like entering his prime of his career. The Jets don't have 
any good cornerbacks or you know anything like that that I know of. So I can definitely see DJ Moore in line for a big Sunday. Um, I kind of went with the same idea you just did uh, for my wide receiver stud. Uh, you kind of matched up Sam Darnold with DJ Moore. So my QB uh, stud is Jalen Hurts. My wide receiver stud, I'm going to go with the rookie, Devonta Smith. We mentioned the Atlanta Falcons have a poor uh, pass defense, and they just drafted this guy, uh, this guy at number 10 overall. He, he should be the number one guy in, in the receiver room, you know, either him or Jalen Rager. I wouldn't – I, I kind of debated, like, at this. Like, is it going to be Rager? Is it going to be Smith kind of – the receiver who I think is going to have a good day for Philly. And um, I think Smith's going to lead the team in targets uh, week one. So I don't know. Devonta Smith showed in college. He, he uh, is a really good receiver. Again, there's no, nobody in the Atlanta secondary that should be able to put the clamps on him if you would. So I can see Devonta Smith uh, in his first NFL game having a, a pretty good fantasy uh, week. Yeah, um, I would have to agree with that. I think Devonta Smith, I kind of – I like him more than Rager this year. Um, he was going a little bit ahead of Rager in drafts, and I agree with that. I would have taken him before Rager. You just hope that him and Hurts kind of have that thing going. But, yeah, the Falcons are a team to attack. I'm going to attack them with our next position we have coming up, so – yeah, I agree with you there. I like I like Devonta Smith this week. Real quick too, uh, just in daily, uh, he's very cheap. Devonta Smith, right? There's other rookies, maybe like Elijah Moore. If you're looking at him, was cheap. Uh, Calvin Ridley, like he's a stud every week, but I think he's going to be like a super stud <laughs> this Sunday because they're going <laughs> to be playing from behind. And uh, that's supposed to be a high-scoring game, Philly and Atlanta. I could see Calvin Ridley also having a monster game. Yeah. All right. Who's uh, who's your wide receiver, Dud? Wide receiver, Dud, um, is going to be Marcus Callaway. He's yeah. going against the Green Bay Packers. Um, like Sam Darnold, I don't think this is a guy you'd probably be starting this week. The Packers, while they did like give up a decent amount of offense last year, they weren't – they did – shut down wide receivers uh in particular number one wide receivers it's looking like marcus callaway is going to be that guy for the saints so he'll probably be lining up against jair alexander who was really good last year he shut down most wide receivers he faced my whole point on this is i wouldn't drop callaway after this week if callaway has an absolute dud one catch or two catches for like 20 something yards i would make sure i hold on to him i wouldn't drop him to waivers i think he'll be scooped up quick and that's kind of my whole point here is, while I think he's going to have a down week, I'd make sure I hold on to him for the for the long term. Yeah, you you said the two words that came into my mind when you mentioned this, and it's Jair Alexander. He uh, last year he shut down everyone's number one. He he had one of the better seasons for a cornerback in a while, and uh, I don't see that changing this year. The you know so uh, Callaway's not the guy. You know, if someone is going to have a good day against Jair Alexander, you, you know, he's still kind of young. And James Winston throwing him the ball, I'm I'm with you. I could definitely see a huge dud. But uh, don't drop him. And if you are in the league, see if someone does and scoop him up. Because yeah, he definitely, uh, definitely. could definitely uh, be in line 
for much better weeks uh, starting, you know, week two. Uh, my down is a guy who's kind of, no one's really been high on anyways, but I just wanted to mention this guy, um, Michael Gallup, they're in Thursday night's game uh, at Tampa. Uh, I don't see Dak Prescott throwing the ball a ton in this game. I think uh, they're going to try to ease him into the season with his, his repaired shoulder. Uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott's going to have a, ton, a lot of carries. Maybe Tony Pollard might get uh, a little bit of, of work in this game as well. And um, when Dak does throw the ball, I think this year they're really keen in on two guys, Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. Um, you know, no one's really been talking about Michael Gallup at all. Just, you know, if you got him in your draft as like a flex, don't don't start him Thursday night. I would wait and see. The guy's super talented, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think he has a big role in this offense. He might be a dud for – you know, not just this week, but for, for a long time coming. Yeah. I, like you said, I think the targets are really going to be condensed between CD Lamb and, and Amari Cooper. So I just, I don't know. I wouldn't want a third wide receiver in an offense like that. Like I do think they're going to score a lot, but I think they have, you know, between Ezekiel Elliott and the two receivers that you talked about already. I just, I don't think he's going to get that much of a target share in their offense. He has looked like a talented player though over his career. He's just he's kind of always had guys in front of him. Yeah, I'm I'm a big like Michael Gallup fan. I think he's good, but once they drafted CD Lamb, it's almost like they they drafted him to kind of step yep. into that role, you know, uh, in front of Gallup. All right, last position, tight end. Who's your stud going into Week One? So my stud is going to be the Eagles tight ends versus the Atlanta Falcons. Um, Dallas Goddard. Obviously, if you drafted him, uh, he's going to be your first tight end more than likely. He was going in like tight end 10 or tight end 11. So I'm sure he's going to be starting for your fantasy team. But if you are playing DFS, this is a position I really like to pay down for is tight end. Zach Ertz is about $1,000 cheaper than Dallas Goddard. And I would be willing to give him a shot as well. All reports from training camp are, you know, they were both on the field a lot together. They both saw a lot of targets from Jalen Hurts. I'd be willing to take a shot on Zach Ertz in uh, DFS this week. But yeah, I would be starting. Either, I would be starting Dallas Goddard too if you have him in any league. Oh, oh Dallas Goddard's yeah. a must start. Yeah, Zach Ertz. I don't mind the uh, taking a chance on him too. Uh, if you're a little weak at the tight end position, or if you're playing daily, um, I think this. You know, just I'm going to go say my tight end stud because I'm going the other way on you. I'm gonna, I said Kyle Pitts. I'm just really in on on this game. I don't know if you noticed, but if you have a few a few guys uh, on both sides of this game, I, I think uh, if you're looking for a high scoring game with big fantasy numbers, Philly and Atlanta uh, is the game to go at. I know you mentioned Arizona and Tennessee is another one. Uh, those two games uh, have you know high scoring potential. Um, and I mentioned Ridley having a big day. Well. Matt Ryan's going to throw the ball to someone else, right? I know they have Russell Gage, but it looks like uh, Kyle Pitts is going to be, you know, Cal Rindley, Kyle Pitts are going to be their two main uh, targets in the offense this season. Um, and, you know, he's a rookie, but you you paid up for him. If you have him in your team, right, he was probably going around, what, the fifth round, sixth round, probably latest in draft. So uh, don't be scared. Put him in there. Uh, good matchup for him week one. So, uh, if you're looking for big numbers from him, uh, 
We'll see. Uh, we'll see how he does against um, Philly, which doesn't have a, a great defense either. So, yeah, I pretty much went through this like the whole draft season thinking of Kyle Pitts as a tight end, and I kind of faded him. Like I didn't draft him, thinking that first year tight ends don't play well. But everything I've read seems like they're just going to use him like a wide receiver, and they have a wide receiver with a tight end designation for fantasy, which could end up being pretty huge this year. Mm-hmm. So if you got to Kyle Pitts, you could be in for a uh, one heck of a fantasy season from uh, him. All right. Who's your tight end dud going into the weekend? It's a pretty, it's, he's pretty deep on the, on the rankings too. It's Jared Cook. I just, I think they have a better tight end on the team. And I think the quarterback's going to be under a lot of pressure. And I just don't see a, a big day for the Chargers offense overall. So I would fade Jared Cook pretty hard this week. Yeah, he, he's a big name, though. So some people, you know, might be looking to roll yeah. him out. I mean, their tight end was a big part of their offense last year. So Henry had, had almost 100 targets. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, new new team, new quarterback. We don't really know what that connection looks like. Yep. You mentioned the pass rush. Uh, Washington, we, we already mentioned that earlier. We both have Justin Herbert as a fade. Um, and the team has uh, Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen. I, I think those two guys are, you know, who Herbert's going to look to the most. Uh, so, yeah, I'm totally with you. I wouldn't feel comfortable throwing Jared Cook out in week one. Um, all right. My tight end dud is Hunter Henry from the New England Patriots. Uh, I think he's been – well, I don't think he, he has been uh, injured, banged up during the preseason. Uh, hasn't worked much with Mac Jones. I think John Smith uh, has been the healthy uh, of the two tight ends, and he's been getting more work in the passing game. Um, like you already mentioned, the Patriots might just try to play smash mouth football, <laughs> especially with Mac Jones' first game. You know, they're not going to roll him out there and throw him to the Wolves and have him thrown all over the place. So, a lot of running. I think Hunter Henry is going to be utilized more for his blocking than catching, at least for his week one matchup. And then we'll see from there. But, you know, if you already have a tight end who can catch the ball and John Smith on the team, uh, I just don't see Hunter Henry uh, having a, a big fantasy day. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I'm, I was so kind of up in the air on who I'd even take this year in drafts. Like, I know I said Henry on our, um, our tight end preview show. I said I would take Hunter Henry but I wouldn't be surprised if Smith had a bigger role in the offense and I wouldn't want to start either one of those guys this week. So. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that. I just, if I had to choose one for week one, I go John with Smith, but it, you just, we're just going to have to wait and see on that. Like, which if, if any of them either want to merge or if it's just kind of like they just hurt each other's value all year, who knows? We got to, that's why uh, it's one of my two most uh, intriguing games, you know, this weekend, just, Another thing to keep an eye out on is how, how the tight ends mesh into uh, that offense. Yeah. But um, all right, let's move on to uh, our next segment here, Brandon. So a uh, few listeners, if you ever watched um, fantasy football now on ESPN or ESPN two uh, on Sundays before uh, the football season with Matt Berry and Phil Yates, right before they end the show, the last like five minutes, they usually kind of have like this take your pick segment where uh, they roll through some things and they all kind of 
uh, give an answer. It's either like a player or like an over-under. So we're going to do that. We have five things. We're going to call it take your pick, and we're going to uh, kind of keep track of our record uh, going in uh, through the season here as we continue uh, the Grand Slam Fantasy podcast during the football season. So uh, without further ado, obviously we're both 0-0 right now, but we'll see next week what our records look like, and we'll just keep adding on to our records. And uh, we'll see by the end of the year if uh, who can finish on top between me and Brandon. So uh, week one, take your pick segment. So we have five things here. Number one, Brandon, you ready? I'm ready. I'm going 5-0 and this week. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh, let's start off here. Tom Brady, Thursday night, over or under 300 passing yards? I'm going over. All right. I already said, I mean, that was one of my most interesting games, and I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going over. He has tons of receivers, great targets. I'm I'm going to go under. I think uh, I think he's going to go high 200s, but he might have like three touchdown passes. Right. But I don't see over 300 yards. So, all right, we're already uh, yeah. <laughs> already going opposite directions here. You're over on Monday. Number two, more all-purpose yards on Sunday. Jalen Hurts or Matt Ryan? I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. I think the Falcons' defense is terrible through the air and on the ground, and I think Hurts can exploit that both ways. So, this was a tough one for me. I almost because I can see Matt Ryan just flinging it all over the place. He could, he could throw quarter. for like 350. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go Matt Ryan. All Matt right. Ryan. Just because I feel like in the fourth quarter, he's going to just start flinging it and I can see him racking up a ton of yards. I think Jalen Hurts might have the better like overall day with like scoring too involved in it, but just pure yards. I'm going to go Matt Ryan. All right, number three, more receptions on Sunday. Keenan Allen or Terry McLaurin? This one's hard because I I feel like both of these guys are probably going to see 10-plus targets, to be honest with you. Fitzpatrick will feed his guy, and Herbert proved last year that he'll throw to Keenan Allen a ton. I have to go against my dude Keenan, though, and I'm going to pick Terry McLaurin. Oh, my God. We're, we're going to have totally different <laughs> records next week because I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. All right. <laughs> All right. Number four, Saquon Barkley on Sunday, over or under one touchdown? I'm going to go over. I'm going to go under. Under. All right. And one of us is going to stop 0 and 5. The other one's going to stop 5 and 0. Right. I probably should, like, I should probably make sure he's playing before I say that. But I, I feel like he'll be involved in the offense enough to. It, I'll even, if, if Saquon Barkley is a scratch, if he's out, we won't count it. We'll just go right, four. Right. We'll go four. Yeah. I'm not going to, that's almost like not fair to. I think Barkley would be involved in the offense enough. I, if they do score touchdowns, my guess is it'll be him. <laughs> leading the way so all right number five darren waller monday night over or under 100 receiving yards i'm gonna go over on that one as well i think the the raiders are gonna be playing from behind and Carr's gonna be uh throwing it and this is the guy he throws the ball to darren waller i mean i could see him having like 12 plus targets this game so 
Yeah, I'm going to go over. I'm going to, I'm going to join you on that one. All right. So we agreed on one and we're, uh, we're, we're different on the yeah. first four. So we'll definitely have somebody in the lead after this week. It's not going to be close. <laughs> See, I guess. We'd be, yeah. Someone's going to have to play catch up during the season, but Hey, never know. All right. Let's, uh, let's finish off the podcast with our uh, Money in the Bank segment. Uh, like we've been doing since the start of our show, we uh, come up with a kind of like a bold prediction that we think is going to happen uh, during week one here. Uh, the last four shows, we came up with our season-long Money in the Bank predictions for each, each position, but this one we're going to go just week one, something that we think is going to happen. Go ahead, Brandon. What's your week one Money in the Bank prediction? All right, so I think the Ravens are gonna make quick work of the the Raiders this uh, Monday Night Football game, and my prediction is that Lamar Jackson will have three hundred all purpose yards and three total touchdowns. Okay, so big big day for Lamar Jackson. Big day for Lamar, over three hundred yards and three touchdowns himself, like. So wait a minute. Do you mean like pa- like passing touchdowns count? Passing or rushing? Okay, all right. Yeah. He's gonna run it in, or he's gonna throw throw the touchdown pass. He's gonna count he's either gonna throw for throwing or, rush or rushing, yards, so. and then get three wait three hundred yards just stick through the air running. Okay, just yep, yep. purpose yards three hundred, and then scoring three touchdowns. Okay, all right. My money in the bank prediction week one. I'm gonna go uh, Derek Henry. I'm going to go two or more touchdowns against Arizona on Sunday. And you can take that to the bank. Yeah, if I was going to pick a running back to score two touchdowns, he might be the guy I'd go with. Yeah, I was uh, – full spoiler alert here to I, – I didn't even have a money in the bank prediction. Right before we started, I kind of had to uh, go quick on that. I looked at the matchups. I thought of Derrick Henry. Uh, I mentioned that game's probably going to be, I think, high scoring. And uh, I can see, you know, Tennessee moving the ball against Arizona and then near the goal line, uh, you know, who's stopping Derrick Henry. So <laughs> I can see him getting uh, some goal line carries. It's really not like another, another running back on that team. So and if the Titans, even if they're like down by a touchdown or so, they'll still run the football. They, still they don't just start airing it out. They, they oh, run yeah. the ball. Yep. All right. Thus concludes our uh, week one preview, Brandon. I'm uh, <laughs> a little nervous now for next week after we uh, <laughs> we just pretty much all picked completely different things in our yeah. uh, this or that. But it'll be a fun week. Uh, week. Um, you know, seeing seeing how we did, um, seeing how uh, you know our our studs and duds did. Uh, before we sign off, though, you know, we're you playing uh, any any daily this week or? Uh, yeah, I, or, or... I I I usually play like a single entry tournament or something like. like yeah, I just throw a lineup in for fun. I'm not like a DFS pro or anything, but no, no, but it's fun. I, I might throw. I'm thinking I might throw in a, a few. Yeah. So we mentioned like guys were kind of high on. Is there anyone else you can think of on top of your head that like? I like Murray, Kyler Murray this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. probably stack him with either Hopkins or, you know, one of his pass catchers. But yeah. Murray's a guy I like this week. I like that game. That was a game I said I liked on Sunday. Yeah, so. that's that's your game, and I may I might do some stacks with like I mentioned the Falcons Philly. 
Yeah, um, definitely. That's definitely. I might do like a Hurts, Jalen Hurts uh, match, you know, stacked up with somebody, whether it be a Goddard or Devonta Smith. Yeah, right. You and can I do love, both of them and then, and then like Ridley pay up for other back. positions. A Pitts, yep. Ridley, a Pitts coming back, you know. Ridley, yeah. a Pitts will be expensive, but I think you can get Devonta, Devonta Smith pretty cheap. And um, I don't know, Jalen Hurts is probably, you know, not super expensive, I would assume, right? So, yep. Interesting, interesting. All right. Well, it's a great, great episode here. Uh, I'm looking forward to the season. And uh, until next time, thank you for tuning in to Grand Slam Fantasy Sports Podcast.